welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Happy December and Merry Christmas, my friend. Hoping and praying for a happy holiday season for you. Um, as you know, this is the most wonderful time of the year, but it can also be a stressful and lonely time. This episode is all about thriving mentally and emotionally. And today I brought in a professional. My guest today is a licensed therapist and self-care educator that provides practical tools to help manage your mental and emotional health. So I want to say welcome back to the show, writer, speaker, and entrepreneur, Katrina Leggins. Hey, thank you for having me again. I'm so happy to be here. First things first, this episode is being released on December 1st. And I love this time of the month because Katrina, I really look forward to your your check-in post. So could you tell my dear listener what those check-ins consist of and why are they important? Yes. So I do self-care check-ins once a month and I have about 10 questions that focus on your mind, your body, your soul. I feel like it's really important to make time to check in with yourself because when we avoid taking time to self-reflect, we can miss important elements that uh, our body or our minds may need. Uh, When we do self-care check-ins, we can discover unhealthy patterns, we can figure out things that we're needing to help refuel us, to help nurture us. Um, also, when we're doing self-care check-ins, it allows us to be there for ourselves and also be there for others. Um, self-care check-ins can also help improve our moods. Um, it can, it's a healthy way of coping. You know, I tell people, if you, if you are on the go a lot, <laughs> at some point throughout the day or throughout the week, at least throughout the month, you should make time to check in with yourself. But my monthly check-ins is a a guide, a tool that my followers love and enjoy using um, Mm -hmm. just as a way to check in on the previous month and upcoming month to figure out what it is that they're needing. And it's so good that I utilize that in our college and young adult ministry. So about every six weeks or so, we would do something called check-ins where we just ask how are they doing spiritually, Mentally, emotionally, et cetera. And that was inspired by you and the students. They love that time where they just can kind of like let their guards down, vent, and just check in on one another. But if you don't mind, like, what are some of those specific questions that you would suggest that we ask ourselves? So, first and foremost, how am I feeling? Just that's one of the, the most basic questions because we are humans where we're complex and we have lots of different emotions that we experience each day and we're triggered by different things. And so, how am I feeling? Um, another good question could be what has been a high and a low for this month that I uh, have experienced? You know, what has brought me the most joy, you know, during this month? Who are the people or the different things that I can go to when I'm in need? Although I talk about self-care all the time, community care is just as important. Mm. Without community care, you really don't have any self-care. And so what are those resources? Who are those people I can go to whenever I'm feeling at my lowest? Um, What am I grateful for? Practicing gratitude, you know, so finding that one thing or something that you can think about that you're most grateful for. And so I typically try to focus on those type of questions or those specific questions, because I think that those are at least those basic level 
questions that can figure out what it is that, you know, you're needing, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, socially, professionally. (laughs) So I try to hit every element that I think some of us unintentionally sometimes avoid. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so those those will be the the gist of those questions. (laughs) I really believe that taking time to check in on yourself and to reflect is so essential to a person's mental and emotional health. Because oftentimes we, we run around, we checking in on everybody else but ourselves. And so this right. is just a friendly reminder um, that we can't pour from an empty cup. Now, Katrina, as we're in December, as we're in this holiday season, at the time of this recording, what are some helpful tips to get through the holiday season in general? So, as you know, we, when we think about the holiday season, it's a joyous time. It's a time that, you know, we celebrate like each other, our loved ones. Um, But for some people, it is a very unfortunate time because it's a reminder of people that they've lost um, things that they no longer have. You know, it's it's a time where it's stressful. You know, we have people who are shopping for Christmas gifts and it's a financial burden for some people. And so one of the biggest tips I give people is it's okay if you don't want to participate in traditional norms. You know, I know that we have our traditional norms when it comes to Thanksgiving, where we have big family gatherings, you know, and some people for Christmas, you know, we have our trees, we have our presents, we, you know, you do whatever it is that you, that's the norm. But if you want to change that up this year, like go and do that. That's okay. You know, you have to do what's most comfortable for you. Um, Setting those boundaries around, like if family are wanting you to participate in things that you might not feel comfortable with uh, or just don't want to do. Like set those expectations ahead of time, set those boundaries ahead of time, because it's okay if you don't want to do things the same way you did before. Um, Setting or keeping your routine, keeping a routine. I think that's important. Like if there's something that you do each day that gets you through the day, gets you through the week, Mm -hmm. keep that routine going um, because that's what works for you. You know, some people may not like it. Some people may not agree with it, but I believe in routines. They kind of, it keeps you going. And then obviously intentional self-care. You know, you can never take enough time for yourself. You know, you have to pour into yourself, especially because we're in a season where we're, where most people are giving, 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 and you don't want to give so much emotionally where you don't have much to give to yourself. So consider that, you know, that's, you know, I'm always going to say that off the top. Um, but yeah, so those are the, those are some tips I would at least try to focus on, um, you know, as you're going through the holiday season. Mm -hmm. I love how practical that your answers are and like setting those boundaries. And also to the dear listener, know that you have the freedom to create your own holiday traditions. Um, you don't have to do things how th- things have always been done. And so the only thing I would add to that, and, and Katrina already said, is being intentional during this season. Like plan yeah. your joy. Put fun activities on the calendar. One thing that I'm really looking forward to this month is one of the Saturdays this month, my wife and I, we're going to get into our Christmas pajamas. We're going to make yeah. some holiday cookies. We're going to make some hot chocolate. We're going to have some Christmas music playing. And we're just not going to plan anything. Um, somebody needs something done. I'm sorry, not today. Um, yeah. And we're going to watch all our favorite Christmas movies. And we're just really just going to soak up the moment, soak up the Christmas cheer, soak up in all of that nostalgia. And last thing I would say to that, also plan your rest. Now, this is a time yeah. where they want to invite you to the uh, the, the office party. The um, church party, the family party, and nothing, nothing wrong with parties, <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong with gatherings, but 
you don't have to say yes to every single thing that you're invited to this season. So I say this with a lot of conviction, but do what you can to simplify this holiday season, my friend. And so Katrina and your professional opinion, like what are the holiday blues? What is that? Mm -hmm. So holiday blues, if you think about the word holiday and blues, so mm-hmm. the the seasons that we're in, which or the months, I'm sorry, that we're in November and December, those are our, our norm holiday seasons that most people are excited for. And again, some people are just not excited for as well. And so during those months, that's when people start to feel sad, feel anxious, feel more moody, feel aggravated, you know, all these different emotions. And it typically only happens during the holiday season in the months of November and December. When we get to like early January, you start to see slightly a change in your in your mood and your feelings where you're not feeling as sad or angry because of we're no longer in the holiday season. Now, I like to tell people to be careful with holiday blues because it is a symptom of depression, you know, and it can be something that's pretty severe where you you don't want to ignore that too long or too much because you probably need some type of professional help or maybe changing your 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 lifestyle, your your social settings. There's different things you can change up where it can help you manage your holiday blues and get through the holiday season. But it is something that's very normal. It's not a diagnosis, a diagnosis, but it is an element of depression that a lot of people do experience. But it's only during the holiday season. And it's typically something that happens every year during the months of November and December. Educate me. Like, is there a difference between the holiday blues and seasonal affective disorder? Is that the same thing? Or are they similar? They are similar, but okay. the biggest difference is the duration. So SAD, SAD, which is the acronym, seasonal affective disorder, is typically from um, September fall time up until um, February until early March. And that's because of the time change. That's because of the, we're losing the daylight. We are going through cold months and even, you know, these, the holiday season. And so that's the biggest difference, the uh, duration. And also that is a diagnosis. You know, that is something that people deal with every year. And that's important to recognize too, because that's part of how most therapists are able to recognize, okay, this person has SAD versus, okay, this is just holiday blues. So hopefully <laughs> that, that made sense. <laughs> yes, that, that made sense that the seasonal affective disorder starts at a different time. And so the main thing is it's a duration. And I just want to mm-hmm. say this, man, I think, I don't know, maybe God put some extra melatonin in this year's daylight savings. But when I come <laughs> home from work, it already be dark. And I'm like, I, I don't know why I feel this urge to get in the bed right now. Cause I'm usually a night out. I stay up with the watching the basketball yeah. game or whatever. But this lately this season, I'm like, let me get in the bed. Like, but it's only six, but it feels like midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, our, our melatonin levels do change mm. because we're losing sunlight. So when we like, like you said, because I'm the same way, I'm like, goodness, I got to drive home and I feel like it's nine or 10 o'clock and it's only 6 p.m. Right. And so, yeah, like we actually start to feel more tired, uh, feelings of fatigue. You know, even um, another symptom, some people get cravings where they, uh, their carb intake increases and no shame to carbs. I love my carbs, but we we want to like pig out, eat out more because yeah, we have higher cravings. You know, it's colder. We want to eat, eat comfort food. We want to lay out, lay around, you know, so 
it's it's a normal feeling, but you just have to make sure to recognize when it's, you know, becomes, you know, severe enough where, okay, I can't handle this and I need some additional help. So yeah, that melatonin, like I seen that meme or post, oh my goodness, it's real. <laughs> so all that you said has been so impactful. And as you was talking, made me think of this phrase about know your triggers as it relates to mental oh. and emotional health. And so I, in my head, I know what I mean, but I want to hear in your professional opinion, what does it mean to know your triggers? To know your triggers is to already know what are the things, what are the people, what are the memories, what are the sounds, what are the, those, those particular things that typically affect how we feel, affect our mood. When you know your triggers, like you, like you can already plan how you want to interact with someone or if you want to participate in something. Like sometimes we don't even know like when our triggers are going to come. But for example, as much as I love working with people, sometimes I don't want to be in large settings, large crowds. It's just, I, I, I deal with social anxiety sometimes. And if I know I have to be, if I'm invited somewhere where it's like a hundred plus people, I know that that's a trigger for me. And I can choose if I want to participate or not based on me knowing how many people are going to be there. So knowing your triggers and understanding where they, what the sources are, where it comes from, it is helpful with how you can manage your feelings and your emotions um, and already know what coping strategies or coping tools you can use. Trina, that was good because like as it relates to <laughs> holiday blues and knowing your triggers yeah. like so that so to the listener, if you know that every time around the holiday season, you get a little bit sad, that's one of your triggers. So we're just saying since you already know that, be extra intentional with your self, self-care this month. And so to those yeah. that may suffer with holiday blues or see, or sad, what are some steps that they can take to really prioritize their mental health during this during this time? Mm-hmm. So I think one of the biggest things with because um, we're talking about both holiday blues and sad. Right. I mean, even though there's slight differences, I mean, the biggest um, common denominator is just that depression that a lot of people are struggling with. Um, and so I would say, number one, just set realistic expectations for yourself. And I think we kind of touched on it earlier, but like know what you can and cannot handle. And if you cannot handle certain things or certain settings, I always recommend don't overcommit to stuff. Don't overwork yourself, you know, because not only does that deplete you physically, again, emotionally, you start to feel like your own E, like like a car can't run far enough when they don't have when it doesn't have enough gas in it. Um, Budget. Like if you are a person who loves to, you know, spend a lot of money on gifts and this year, your pockets may be a little different. (laughs) budget or you know what there are different ways of giving gifts it could be your time it could be something creative that you make for someone um but budget and be realistic with your with your finances um i know i said creating and setting routines that's just so important to stick with um another thing i would definitely say is making sure you do reach out to loved ones that you trust that you depend on that's there for you genuinely, because there are going to be certain times where you want to isolate or you want to withdraw and that's okay. But when we're doing it too much. That's, that's concerning. And so don't be afraid to reach out to someone just to, just to talk and check in, you know, and I, sometimes you don't want people in your personal space. That's okay. That's why we have lovely FaceTime and, yep. you know, we can text, we can call. So yeah. So check in with, with someone and, have conversations um, just to talk about 
how you feel if you feel comfortable. And so just just stick to the the basics, you know, don't overextend, don't overwork, keep those routines set, reach out to people when needed, set realistic expectations and budget appropriately, because what you don't want to do is go into debt Mm. over some some gifts (laughs) that can wait or not happen right now. It's okay. We still are in a global pandemic, too. Let's not forget that, you know. Um, people are still struggling very, very hard right now with everything going on. So it's understandable for sure. Mm -hmm. You don't want to overspend in this season while you're having holiday blues and end up being a January blues because you blew your budget. And (laughs) okay. Cause you, you said so many great things. And one of the things that stuck out to me personally, and this may be a word for the listener, do not over commit. And it's okay to say no, especially during this season where it get can get just so busy. And Katrina, another thing I would add to that about prioritizing your mental health during this time is maybe, and this is just a suggestion to think about, maybe you should limit your social media exposure during this time because the comparison yeah. game is always a dangerous game to play, but especially during this time because you're seeing constant pictures of people with their family. You may see somebody you know, take a Christmas picture with their parents and maybe you don't have your parents anymore. Or you may see somebody take the, you know, the Christmas pictures with their bae and you don't have a bae. Or you may see that somebody Christmas gifts is better than yours. You got a card and somebody else got a car or their Christmas tree is extravagant. So just be careful with that and just know your triggers, know what you can handle. And so Katrina, when do you think it's time to see a therapist as we're talking about the holiday blues and sad? So one of the one of the major things I want to to state on that is if every year around this time you find yourself being sad, dealing with some depression or just changes in your mood, um, you know, feelings of fatigue, you're you just you don't feel like yourself. And, it's, and this is happening every year. That's a, that's a sign number one. You know, some people can manage it without seeing a therapist, without being on medication It's just changing some of their uh, routines, some certain things that their lifestyle consists of. But if it's something that's hard to manage every time, every year, I want that to be one of your red flags where, okay, this time of the year, at least between the months of September and January, I probably want to seek out a therapist. Um, If your mental health symptoms are changing the way you interact with your your loved ones, with your family, uh, with your, if it's interfering with your work life, you know, where you just can't focus in the same way, where you can't um, do the assigned tasks, the assigned jobs that you have, you know, where it's just you're not you're not yourself. If your um, substance use is increasing, you know, where, OK, I want to <laughs> I want to smoke more and drink more. And that's not judging anyone. But sometimes that's just a way of coping in that moment. But if that's happening consistently, or eat more. that is not a good way of dealing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is another sign. And then that kind of goes into my next point. If you're utilizing a lot of unhealthy coping tools to get through the day, to get through the holiday season, I think that's another major red flag as well. And sometimes, yeah, we can get through, but it doesn't sustain us for, for, for long periods of time. In that moment, yes, but it's not, not something that's long term. This is most important to thoughts of suicide. I have to always talk about it because I often see a higher rate of thoughts of suicide, thoughts of death, and even self-harm 
I want to identify that and say that because that is also truly a red flag where you need to see a professional as well. So good. So practical and so real. So just paying attention to yourself. Like, like she said, if it's super hard during this time of the year, every single year, consider seeing a therapist and be careful with, you know, trying to treat the symptoms and not necessarily the root. So let's get personal, Katrina. Like, what is your favorite holiday-themed self-care activity? Holiday-themed self-care. You know, I've never had someone ask me that specifically about self-care. So <laughs> I would have to say listening to holiday music and watching holiday-themed movies. So Chris- Christmas movies, let me just say. <laughs> and I'm going to say my favorite, two would be uh, Preacher's, Preacher's Wife. And um, this Christmas, because <laughs> yes. I just love both of those. So watching Christmas movies, because I really, I mean, most people, I don't know. I don't watch Christmas movies throughout the year, but I just be in the spirit to watch Christmas movies and um, listen to Christmas music, which I've already started. So don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I already started listening to it like two or three weeks ago um, yes. or I think two weeks ago. So, yeah, listen to this music. And watching Christmas movies, holiday-themed movies, for sure. Love it. I love The Preacher's Wife. Um, that's one that's at the top of our list that I got my wife to watch. I'm a few years older than her, so she just missed out on that movie. But her favorite is This Christmas. So that's, you, uh, know, you name both of our favorites right there. So, oh, wow. Yeah, that's so that's one. at the top of our list to watch when we have our um, Saturday marathon. It's coming up soon. And we also love to drive around and look at Christmas lights. And mm. I like to go all out with decorations. Um, so when yeah. I was decorating our apartment and putting up the tree, like it wasn't like a task. It was a labor of love. And I put up the tree yeah. last last month in November. Yes, I put it up in November. And no judging, no judgment. And <laughs> when I decorated on November 1st, I still fully celebrated Thanksgiving. All right. So it's, it's not a it's not an either or. All right. And so <laughs> lastly, Katrina, how can the listener who I like to call Thriver, like how can they thrive mentally and emotionally during this holiday season? Not just survive. A lot of people are like, I just want to survive the holidays. I just want to get through it. Yeah. But the devil is a lie. Um, life is meant to be enjoyed yeah, and thrive is. and not to survive. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I ain't about to preach. Katrina, talk to the people. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm going to say spend intentional time with God, spend intentional time in your word and stay prayed up. I mean, I mean, that's just, you know, this is part of why I love your podcast because we bring light. We give God glory each and every time. And every I mean, that's just important. Um, So I'm going to say that off back. (laughs) Um, Try to do more things that bring you joy. Mm. Like what makes you truly happy? Like. Like it, it, it could be anything, whatever that little hobby you if you you love, or if it's just spending time with those that are less fortunate, giving back, volunteering your time, um, surrounding yourself with people who are genuine, who are loving, who are kind, and even if you can't be with them physically, they you know like just checking in on them and just spending time with them, whether it's through FaceTime, whether it's talking to them over the phone, and then. Self-care. I mean, like, again, I, I know I've said this before, but I just feel like 
when people think of self-care, they overcomplicate it or they think it's luxury form or it's too expensive. But there are some very small practical things you can do that are that are basic level forms of self-care that you can focus on. And so just keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make it harder than what it is. Don't. And I'm so glad you brought up the whole comparison thing, because that's real. Like we do see our followers, our family and friends doing certain things that it makes you think that, okay, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not in this good place where I, I, I have enough money or I'm beautiful enough or look good enough. And you have to be careful with that, you know, so limit your time on social media or take a break from it if you need to. So I'm going to add that to that as well, because that's that's real. And I think we need it every so often, especially if we're active users like you and you and myself, you know, it's important to just take a break from it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Katrina's giving you some tools. So I'm just going to say utilize them. Um, prioritize your mental and emotional health. Um, don't just survive these holidays, but thrive in it. And lastly, for real, Katrina, tell the people how they can best connect with you. Kana Cole writing um, pretty much on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter oftentimes or sometimes on um tiktok oh on my website you can find me at www.kainacolewriting.com and i'll be sure to leave that link to her website in the show notes so you can connect with her so katrina thank you so much for joining the show again yes i'm anytime we we are connected forever so whenever you need me i'm here um, it was such a pleasure to join your podcast again. Um, I just hope that somebody, I don't care if it's one person, enjoys this segment. Um, thank you again for asking me to to come on. Of course. Hey, those feelings, those words, that encouragement, it's mutual. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Appreciate you. I'll also leave the link to our first episode together back in a quarantine of 2020 entitled Self-Care Isn't Selfish. Well, friend, that's it for today. And my prayer for you is this. That you wouldn't just survive this holiday season, but you would thrive in it. You would enjoy it and you will make memories. Be sure to share this episode with a friend or two today. Text them the link and invite them to take a listen. That's all for now. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. And in December, we are ending our episodes a little bit differently. We are concluding with a snippet of a song called This Christmas and specifically the rendition by our dear friends, Janelle Harville and Lil Byron. Enjoy. It's Christmas time, yeah, yeah. It's that time of the year where we decorate and celebrate all the love that spread on this holiday. Sometimes I wish this day never goes away. I don't really have a wish cause it already came true All I wanted for Christmas is to spend time with you You my lady and my baby, I never had a doubt We snuggling and cuddling on the couch because The fireside's blazing bright We're caroling through the night And this Christmas will be A very special Christmas for 